was having a conversation with one of my friends about uni, like the younger siblings starting university. And then I remembered when it was my turn to go to uni, which is some years back now, not, not too many, not too many, but some years back. I initially um, applied for... It's a pleasure to have one of my closest friends, David, on the Jew Token podcast. David, welcome to the Jew Token podcast. You're looking smart and sharp, you know, in the shade. So, you Thank know, you. like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Likewise to yourself. Yeah. I mean, mine yeah. is the shade, but you're looking good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> Happy to be here. Great. Yeah. Basically, David is one of my closest friends who I met at HMRC for a long time. We've known each other since then. And I am really excited that he's on the podcast. So, David, if you can kindly introduce yourself and t- tell us what you do for a living, please. Sure, no problem. Right. So, my name is David Umpan. Um I met Julie at HMRC and I'm still there. I've been there for a long time. I'm coming up to seven years in May of this year um, in a variety of roles, initially in the finance um finance and procurement team and then I went over to private office and now I'm doing director support which falls under operational delivery corporate support and legal operations it's a role that I enjoy greatly and yeah that's what I do that's great that's fantastic again it's something that you really enjoy and you know and you've been there for a long long time longevity so yeah and it's just great that you've been able to do different kinds of roles within HMRC. So that's fantastic. And I know you're an ambitious person as well. So it works. It works. Okay. Okay. Right. So we come to the part of the podcast, which is called Do Token Story. So this is where if you've got a story to share or opportunity you'd like to offer, or it could be even a great experience that you'd like to share to the audience. So David, you're in the limelight. Over to you. (laughs) Right. Always jumped at this moment. So this is a this is a bit of a story time. I was just thinking about this the other day. I was having a conversation. I was having a conversation with one of my friends about uni, like the younger siblings starting university. And then I remembered when it was my turn to go to uni, which is some years back now. Not not too many, not too many, but some years back. I initially um, applied for. I applied to go to Kingston University and I wanted to do business management. I've always been into business. And then for some reason, I didn't get into um, Kingston University. And then I went through University of Hertfordshire under clearance. And what was, so then there was something called business management, um, business, business management science. <laughs> and when I went into university, I just thought business management science was a cool way of saying business management so I selected um, that course and then the first year so I'm going to so like it's a split as you as you can imagine so half of the lectures are, are business and then the other half is management science and when I went to the first um, lecture I actually started to see like equations and stuff that looks like a science class and I, and I would wonder to myself hold on I've never known science to be included in business like 
mm. implicitly anyway. So where so whereas that um you're you're studying science and mathematical equations, then I thought, okay, cool, maybe it's just the first lesson. This is uni, I've never experienced it before. So as each lesson go by, I'm starting to see quantum methods. So I have to teach older, wait, wait a second, where is the management aspect of this course? And then the teacher said to me, this is management science. And I started, and I started to laugh and I said, I actually cannot believe it. So I've signed up to a, to a whole entire course completely different to the course that I initially thought it would be in business management. But then what, what the takeaway from this is that I, um, I thought, since I'm here, I'm going to just persevere and go through it. The, the exams are really hard. I've never really been a maths a maths buffing. Like I can I can do maths to a, um an adequate level, but it's not my strongest suit. Um the exams are so hard. And well, well by grace of everything good, I managed to pass the exams. But then what actually happened was because the because the course was so hard, and I think a lot of students got tricked by the wording, people didn't show up to the courses throughout the year. And then what would happen was that then in the summer, they actually discontinued the course. Mm. And, when, and if you know, if they discontinued the course now, so that means I then have to then pick up a new course. So then that goes from a three-year uni course to at least a four-year. So then yeah. I turned into business and, and marketing instead. Yeah, And I was just thinking, when I was talking about this, I was saying the, the resilience that you have to have because I, I, it was a four-year course, but I then managed to cram my whole studies into three and a half years. So I did, I did three and a half years, and I ended up, you know, you finish in like, is it May or June? I can't remember now. Yeah. I ended up finishing in July. <laughs> so I was meant to finish, and I would have initially finished in the summer of 2011 had it been the, the initial duration of the course that I thought I was going to do. But I ended up finishing in January 2012, and not graduating until... Um, October of that same year and I just thought to myself the the resilience is something that you can take into the workplace because you're always going to have some form of setbacks not everything is always going to go your way but if you if you just keep going keep a positive man with that attitude you can still turn any situation that is deemed as a negative into a positive I was just I was just thinking about that um this week and I thought you know what let me share that I, I think people can benefit off everything from that. And it's always good to have to have units in life. Yeah. I mean, I think to summarize, <laughs> change sort of like a negative situation into a positive, you know, positive situations, really, really, really powerful, you know, like yeah. actually if you've sort of like you're in a situation where it's not working out for you, but if you can sort of see out of that, because there's always going to be a sticky, sticky patch or, look of sort of a mini storm you know so that it's yeah. just coming that and then you're sort of through to the other side so yeah no that's that's a really really good story to share and yeah. sure someone's gonna benefit from it as well so yeah so that's fantastic so yes so david on that note where do you see yourself in five years time i'm gonna do it this way around now and what are your plans for the future right okay so <clears throat> Five years time. I like this question because it always makes me think about so many different things. I I like um, projects. So in my current role, I do a lot of work with other teams mm. from project delivery. And I um, plan to study and gain some more qualifications in project management so I can eventually then be the project leads within um, civil service. 
Whether, yeah. whether that's in the current organization, I mean, or in, or in other government departments, but I would then like to take on medium to larger scale projects over time. Initially, to begin with, once I finish the qualifications, you start off with um, shorter projects and then you, you feel your way into, into that career. So my, I think my um, five years, five to 10 years, I think I want to have a good career into project delivery, project like analysts and eventually that project management. That's a, that's a good next step in my um, career progression, I would say. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Again, ambitious, you know, like you sort of set, well, you have set where you want to, like where you see yourself in five years time and what your plans are all linked, really linked together. Fantastic. That's great. So yes, I know David, you like to promote, you know, your something. So, you know, I won't, I won't spoil it. I'll let you reveal it basically. Sure. No problem. All right. So as a side, I mean, I like to, I'm not that, um, present on social media but like me myself mm. <laughs> so this is a bit of a rarity <laughs> yeah <laughs> a good friend so I, but i like to i draw and and so anyone who likes um digital art anyone who likes digital art of i don't know all sorts i mean your recognizable musicians um footballers actors comedians any anything in the public limelight or just anything that i like the look of I draw and then I, I have an Instagram page. I have lots of handles. I'm not gonna bog you down with too many, but I do have an Instagram page and and it is I done that. Um I don't remember the name of I done that um with the little I with the D inspired by Apple, you know. But um hmm. so you can check out my drawings there and just let me know what you think. If you need anything done you can message me on there. Um I'm happy to do any sort of work. I mean as you would imagine drawing digitally takes time but it's something I've, I'm passionate about doing I initially started doing it maybe a few years ago and then really got into my stride in the pandemic where you know everyone had additional time on their hands and yeah take me out in there let me know what your favorite pieces are and then if you have like a, a suggestion for something that you would like to see me draw um please feel free to um get in contact with me and then I'll um, put it up, put it on my list because I always like to do different things and sometimes when I have a creative block that's all the inspiration I need for. oh that's that's fantastic I never knew you was um, into like sort of drawings and arts like this like digitally so this is a yeah I've always loved it I've always I've always been a fan of um, arts and graphics from a young age and then right. I used to do a lot of, I used to do a lot of free um, freehand sketching um, Julie mm-hmm. but then I stopped doing it and then I started to do the digital ones, which is they're different, but it's very difficult as well. But then now I've got the hang of it and I, I think I handle myself capably. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, cool. Cool. So yeah, definitely. So if you if you if you're into if if you know if you have any sort of if you want help with drawings or if you yeah. are interested in sort of starting in that sort of realm in terms of doing digital art and stuff then yeah definitely yeah. feel free to reach out to David but yeah that's an interesting it's really good talent to have as well to draw as well like and there's a lot of I love their art out there as well so yeah. yeah that's good that's fantastic that's great okay so at the next point of the podcast we come to do token vote so this is yeah. where if there's like basically david if there's something that irritates you that you love to sort of lock away i know that you'd have 
thought about this one so <laughs> take it away and <laughs> let's just hear it like what would you what irritates you what would you love to lock away basically yeah my mind is basically that i thought every single time I, that i thought about this yeah there's so there's so many things and now i'm, and now I'm here i can't actually think of which one that I would like to <laughs> lock away the most that I've, there's so many honestly i mean let me let me let me actually think of what I would like to to lock away. Mm. A good a good one is um for anyone that um does driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I cannot stand. I know they. I know the purpose of them. So I know that they are here to help and regulate the, the um the speeding. But as somebody who's already on my third, unfairly I would say, third speed ticket this year. Can't stand the speed cameras. They never work when they're supposed to work, or they're, or they're very misleading. I mean, and I've not been going either. Going at, I've not been going at excessive excessive speeds. But what then happens is, I'm driving. I'm not too, and then I can be doing like a twenty in on a um, residential road. You can maybe put a step on the gas. It goes to twenty two, and then before you know it, you've built up to twenty five or uh, twenty six, and then flip, you've been flashed. Mm. Before and then, it's really, it's really, it's really a pet peeve. I've got loads of pet peeves, but I really wanted to keep this one. <laughs> I, really, I really wanted to keep this one cool and not to say and say too much. And that one really annoys me. Like I say, as we as we are speaking right now, I've got to. So I've just paid one. Oh wow! I've got another one. I've got another one that I have to pay, and it's just if my year starts like this. <laughs> it's gonna be a long year. Yeah, so, I mean, speed cameras are there to help, but what what happens is I see a lot of um, motor users on the road. They they are using excessive speed, and in my area, it doesn't seem to pick them up. Mm. But then me, I'm not speeding that much. It either picks me up or picks up the other cars, and because there's so much ambiguity, I'm not too sure who it is. And what happens is I get a letter to my house. That's really something I like to do away with, and on the cheekier side, but not to um do away with something much better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that's an interesting one, you know. That's a new one. So yeah, yeah, speed cameras locked away, basically. Yeah, yeah. What's what's, what's the other ones that you've heard that have, out of intrigue? I, um, I'm interested to know. Like, maybe just give me one or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I'll give you one, yeah, because I'm gonna kind of encourage peeps to, you know, people <laughs> to watch the. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'll give you one. Like, so there was one which was, you know, I can't, pr- I never can pronounce the word, but you know, marijuana. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, marijuana. That was one that was locked to do up. away with it. Yeah, to do away to do away with it. Yeah, hundred oh. percent. Someone mentioned so social media in connection with the metaverse. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not going to say too much on that. Peeps have to yeah. watch the episode to find out more on that one. But yeah, yeah that was a really, really interesting one. I'll I'll give you another one, and this is an exclusive again. But you, you got to watch. Yeah it for more details but i think yeah someone said just to give an example of like when you're at the concert and people that kind of instead of enjoying the whole concert the majority of the time they're literally on their phones and they're just filming the whole thing not enjoying sort of beat well they are enjoying being but it's like taken away from like you know embracing the atmosphere of actually enjoying yourself being there whereas he mentioned it in connecting to self-validation but I'm not going to say too much because I don't want to, 
you know, people have to watch the previous one in it episodes to find out yeah. the details. But yeah, there's a couple Probably. of a couple of ideas there. Okay, great. So yeah, we've come to the end of the podcast now. So special thanks to David for coming on the podcast. Um, thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for coming on. 